Welcome to Habs Unfiltered. This independent podcast is featured on the Hockey Writers and iHeartRadio, bringing you honest and unfiltered entertainment and discussion on the Montreal Canadiens and hockey news. Your hosts, Matt Smith, Treg Wilson, and Blaine Putney are proud to be one of your trusted sources. If you are talking about it, so are we. Welcome to Habs Unfiltered Sit Rep, a weekly show where our hosts, Blaine, Matt, and Treg, will go over the Montreal Canadiens' news, notes, and rumors, and provide you an unfiltered take. Welcome to this week's episode of Habs Unfiltered Sit Rep. I'm your host this week, Blaine Pudney, and we will be covering a gamut of, of news and notes, uh, maybe a couple of rumors. I'm not sure. Uh, Treg wrote up the uh, the script this week, and I'm just going to run through it and give my uh, my spin and my, uh, my comments. Uh, just a reminder to all our listeners, um, please feel free to DM Habs Unfiltered. The DMs are open. Uh, send emails to habsunfiltered at outlook.com. Uh, we want to hear from you. We want we want to be more engaged with our listeners. We want to we want to know what what you would like to hear from us. We would like to just basically just shoot the shoot the shit. Just go back and forth. And uh, just to remind you, we like you are just hockey fans. So we want to have fun with this. And we want you to join in. So before we begin, uh, I am recording today. Uh, today is Tuesday, the 28th of July. And for those who don't know, all three hosts are members of the Canadian Armed Forces. Uh, Matt him, is a member of the Royal Canadian Air Force. Myself and Treg are both members of the Royal Canadian Navy. And today, the Royal Canadian Navy's vessel, HMCS Fredericton, came back from a very long deployment. Um, you may have heard in the news recently of a helicopter crash 
that happened while overseas, and this would be the crew that had to uh, lose their crewmates. So them coming back is a bit bittersweet, but it's nice to see them come home after such a difficult deployment. And with COVID, uh, with the COVID outbreak, they did not get the chance to go ashore for close to four and a half months. So they're finally home. They're finally ashore. They're with their family. So welcome home, Fredericton. Welcome home. Now, I want to remind everyone to listen to the, pri- uh, the, the last episode of Habs Unfiltered. And we had Ryan Bailey of Hockey Helps the Homeless. So we're just going to jump right in. Uh, tonight is the exhibition game between the Habs and the Leafs. Myself, I'm going to set up a projector and a giant screen, and I'm going to sit on my deck and have a bunch of beers and watch some hockey. It is Christmas in July, hockey fans. Christmas in July. We are getting bubble hockey. Um, so win or lose, who cares? Well, it's an exhibition, and you're playing the Leafs, so it'd be nice to win, just so we can chirp them a little bit, just for fun, just for fun. But uh, speaking of bubble hockey, uh, the NHL had no new positive COVID ca- uh, cases in its last 4,256 tests at the end of Phase 3. So this is proving that their plan to move into the bubble worked. Other leagues should take note. For instance, Major League Baseball. No bubble, lots of lots of COVID. So, moving on to the Canadians news and rumors. Uh, this week, the Montreal Canadiens news and rumors, Alexander Romanov is finally on his way to Toronto for Phase 4. Or maybe by the end of the day, they'll send him away again just to come back because this poor kid is getting all kinds of air miles. Um, Max Domi will be playing in the playoffs. Arturi Lekkonen has a good plan to beat the Pittsburgh Penguins power play. Plus, a couple of Canadians open up about being diagnosed with COVID-19. So, uh, Romanov finally got his visa worked out, and he is headed to Canada. He will head straight to Toronto this time and serve his mandatory quarantine there before he can practice with the Canadians. So, he's going to join the Habs. He's going to practice he won't be able to play. Um, so he signed his ELC earlier this month, I believe July 8th. And although he can't play with the team in the playoffs, he can still practice and be part of the team's bubble. Romanov was the Canadian's third pick in 2018. And last year with uh, Siska Moscow of the KHL, he had seven points and a plus 21 rating in 43 games. So he did well as a young defenseman with not a ton of ice time because they knew he was leaving. Um, people wonder, gee, why sign this kid if he's not going to play and burn a year of his ELC? I'll answer that. Control. The Canadians now control where the young man gets to play. If they did not sign him and he signed with the KHL, they would have to wait until the KHL was done its season before he would come back over, which would have probably fell right in the middle of next season perhaps missing the entire season next year. So by having him under contract and losing a, a burning off an ELC, the first year of his ELC, they can control where he goes. Perhaps the AHL starts up on time. He plays there until the uh, NHL training camp starts up in December. Perhaps there's a prospect tournament. There's been rumors of that from Eric Engels and Arpen Basu, amongst others. <clears throat> so... It's about control, and it's also about acclimatizing him to the North American style, the North American rink, and and the team itself. So he gets to know the players, he gets to know the staff, 
and he'll have a little bit better time when it comes to camp uh, in December. So Max Domi is joined the team. The type 1 diabetic and the Canadians had agreed to wait 7 to 10 days for him to make a decision on whether he would not uh, play or not. Uh, Domi decided last week that he would play. He feels he will be just as safe as everyone else, but cautions other type 1 diabetics that this is his decision and they should make their own when it comes to dealing with COVID-19. And I quote, The league, the PA, and the Habs as well, I made sure I collected as much data as possible and communicated with all those people and got everyone on the same page. Again, this is my decision. I'm not telling other type 1 diabetics to just follow my lead here. I think everyone's got to make their own decisions based on their own experience, and they're going to have family involved as well. But for me, it was a decision I thought about long and hard, obviously weighed every option, and I'm here now and super happy to be uh, be here and can't wait to get started. So with diabetes, Domi isn't at a higher risk to catch COVID-19, but if he does contract it, the virus could be harsher on his body. Uh, Domi's looking forward to helping the Canadians make a long run in the playoffs. As of now, he's just been practicing on a fourth line, centering Jordan Wheel and Dale Weiss. Now, this is his decision. I am not going to second-guess him. This is his life. This is his career. He makes his choices. Just as anyone who would opt out, anyone who would opt in, this is for them to decide. And everyone else should just support their decision, whether they play or not. It is a difficult time, and we can't add to it by trying to second-guess these professional athletes. Um, not on this anyway. <laughs> Lekkonen's plan to beat Pittsburgh's power play. Uh, the Canadians need to pull out all the stops if they want to beat the Pittsburgh Penguins in their opening series. And I've gone on record that the Habs are going to keep it super tight, but are probably going to lose out in four games. Um, so in their opening series, the Habs are major underdogs and will have to pull off a massive upset if they want to advance. That's an understatement. Uh, one of the Canadians' penalty killers, Lekkonen, thinks he has the solution to stopping the Pens' high-flying power play. It's pretty simple, too. Stay out of the box. In a video conference, Lekkonen simply stated the best way to beat their power play is to not let them have one and just play smart hockey. And I quote, We have to stay out of the penalty box. The Penguins have so many good players on both of their power play units, and we can't afford to give them opportunities. He's right. The, the less chances they have, at a 5-on-4 or a 5-on-3, the easier it will be for Price to keep them in these games. Uh, the Penguins had a modest power play during the season, ranking about 18th. However, they have Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, Chris Letang, Jake Genzel's back. They've added all kinds of weapons at the deadline. They have the firepower. With the team basically healthy now, the power play is going to be very difficult to defend. And so they're also going to be difficult to defend five on five. Basically, the Penguins are a cup contending team and the Canadians are in hard. Weirder things have happened, but I'm not banking on it. Uh, two players speak out about testing positive with COVID-19. Uh, Brett Kulak broke the team silence and told reporters he tested positive for COVID. Teams aren't passing that information on. It's medical information. It's private. And... They're not going to say one way or the other. Now, if a player mentions it, 
then it's fair game. So Kulak mentions it, and he stated that he had headaches, a lack of energy, breathing issues while he had the virus. Uh, He served his quarantine and now feels much better and is ready to go. There was another Montreal Canadian who also tested positive for COVID, and that was Xavier Wadette. Well, that case was a bit different from Kulak's in that his initial test was positive, but his second one was negative. Then he had an antibody test, which showed he had COVID at some point. This confused Wynette because he stated he took all the precautions and had no idea how he or when he would have contracted COVID-19. He also didn't suffer any uh, symptoms such as Kulak, which just goes to prove how confusing and difficult this this virus is. It doesn't hit everyone the same. Um, Everyone is different and every single person could have a different outcome. Uh, in all, there were only three positive tests on the team, with two coming back as a false positive. Kulak was the only true positive test, while Wadette's test was more of a result of having the virus in the past, which, again, apparently was news to him. Uh, the roster is cut down to 31 for the Toronto bubble. The Habs cut their roster down to the league max of 31 for the bubble in Toronto. The only two players that didn't make the cut were Laurent Dauphin and Josh Brook. Um, Gustav Olofsson was a bit of a surprise over Brooke for some, but sometimes a team has to make a tough decision. Uh, the coaching staff felt that Olofsson was doing better in camp than Brooke and also brings a bit of an element of, uh, experience. He has played professional hockey longer and for someone who's sitting around as the seventh, eighth, ninth defenseman to be able to have that veteran presence and that, that background to be pushed into the limelight that is a big step so having that that experience is probably what separated him from brook not to mention the depth on the canadian's right side whereas olafson's a left-handed defenseman brook is a right-handed defenseman so that had to come into play as well uh on july 28th phase four kicks off with the exhibition game against the Maple Leafs, as I mentioned. Uh, this is a very important kickoff for the Canadians. The, the bubble roster set. All that's left is to get the lines and pairings sorted out, and the Canadians will be ready to chase the Penguins in the play-in. So the lineups we're going to see are pretty much what we're going to see against the Penguins. It's a good testing ground, this this one exhibition game, to test out Claude Junier's uh, his his forward lines, he's got this plan where he's going to put Domi on a fourth line and see if he can dominate at the on the bottom six level. Kotniemi's look good. That's probably why he hasn't been bumped out of that third line role. But we'll see what happens after this exhibition game. So hockey fans, sit back and enjoy all day hockey for the next two weeks because it's going to be amazing. For, uh, for Canadians fans, win or lose... You are in a win-win. <laughs> that would be my wife. You are in a win-win mode. Whether the Canadians win or lose their series, it's win-win. They lose, they're in a top 10 pick and possibly first overall. They win, they've beaten the Penguins and gained that experience and maybe go on a miracle run like 2010. We don't know. The The bottom line... Just enjoy it. Enjoy the experience. Uh, 
And more than likely, we will be joining you to cheer on the Canadians uh, for that first overall pick in the Phase 2 draft at the end of the play-ins. But if they're not, then we'll be cheering them on during their first round of the playoffs. So, I just want to thank everyone for listening, reminding you to check our last episode, and please, if you can, send your support to Hockey Helps Homeless, uh, Vets Canada. We, uh, We try to bring these people on so that they can share the, what they've done for fellow Canadians with you. And with that, thanks for listening, and we will see you again very soon. Support for Habs Unfiltered is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Big news! Manscaped just launched in Canada. For those listeners in Canada, you can be one of the first Canadians to experience their life-changing products. Myself, Treg, and Matt have all had trimming accidents. It happens. Every man has. There's nothing to be ashamed of. That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team perfected the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and have their new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. Their third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce manscaping accidents. When I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes so you can take a longer shave. The water resistant technology allows you to groom in the shower. One of the coolest features is the LED light which illuminates grooming areas for closer and more precise trimming. They've also upgraded to a 7000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by USB. If you're listening to me speak right now, I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Trim that junk yours. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code UNFILTERED20 at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Are you in the market for quality sticks and equipment you can afford? There is a no-frills, no-nonsense company that wants to provide that to you. No Name Hockey. No Name Hockey is a small Canadian company started by former pro player Jason Goulet. When he retired, he searched for sticks that felt like when he was a pro but could never find the right one or one that was reasonably priced. So he decided to start No Name Hockey. Now No Name offers high-quality, customized sticks at a fair price. They won't try to wow you with a fancy name. They will focus on providing you a pro-stock quality stick that you can afford. The cost of sticks has gone through the roof due to sponsorships and licensing fees. No Name Hockey makes sticks for the no-names and players currently making a name. And that concludes another episode of Habs Unfiltered. We would like to thank all our listeners, old and new, for joining us. We hope you were informed and entertained. And always remember, if you are talking about it, so are we. 
Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people, he, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast, heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jag and Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network.